0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Josh Zuniga. I'm here with the magnificent Carl Freund. Welcome back, dude. The adjectives or something. I know we're getting, it's a new one every single time, <laughs> but welcome back, guys. We today we are going to talk about home equity. Hey everyone, I'm Josh, Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate podcast where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics whether you're an investor, buyer, seller or flipper, stay tuned. And the reason why we're explaining that because there's a lot of people out there that have taken advantage of what the market's been for the last couple of years, just like within Arizona, we've had a 19 point, I think it was eight or 9% appreciation right here with Maricopa County alone. So there's a lot of people sitting on money inside of their house and that's called equity, right? It's locked up. Exactly. But it's locked up. So we want to give you options and we want to have an open discussion. On exactly. If you're looking to sell or if you're looking to use that equity to actually make additional investments, we're going to talk about that. Carl, I want you to tap into you know, exactly what is equity and give them a little breakdown down and some of the options that you would choose like off the Acon, bat. It's It's locked up.
1: Can't yeah. do that, right? Yeah. So you need to unlock that. How are you <laughs> going to do that? You know, yeah. and so what you really need to do is think about the equity in your house is making you literally fucking 0%. Yeah. 0%. Zero zero. what I want you to do is take advantage of the banks, because banks are dumb. And what are they going to do? They're going to lend you money at like 3.5%. And what you're going to do with that is what Josh and I would conf- you know, kind of call a split. And what you need to do is take your equity out of your primary residence and basically buy another investment property, and your cash-on-cash cash return, that little margin there is called arbitrage. And what you're doing is you're borrowing at 3.5%, and if your cash-on-cash cash return is you know, 10%, 12%, 13%, 15%, depending if Josh can get you into good property, which he can, then you're gonna make that difference. And not only that, but you're gonna appreciate, you're gonna be able to build a massive real estate portfolio, you're gonna be able to do it without you know, a whole lot of risk, and understand that you can leverage yourself and really take advantage of dumb banks giving you free cash right now. Guys, it's free. Like three and a half percent is free because it's not even going to keep up with inflation. right? Yeah. And so understand that you need to dispose of your cash as fast as you possibly can. And a lot of people say, hey, you know, Carl, how much cash do you keep in the bank? And I say, very little because it doesn't make me any money when it does that. The same thing is true when it's in your house. If it's locked up in your house, it ain't making you any money. It's stupid. You have the ability to double down on these properties, you can get into an Airbnb, you can do fix and flips, you can do a home equity line of credit, you know, you can do some very, very creative things to, to you know pull the money out to do a down payment on your investment property and make more money, build a real estate portfolio for generational wealth. This is stuff that you know a lot of people don't know, but you know, if you're paying taxes in real estate right now, you're fucked. You're doing something wrong. You need a good accountant, right? And yes. so excuse my language, but it really upsets me when people do stupid shit because they don't, you know, consult with a really good real estate agent like Josh Zuniga, you know, or myself, in understanding that you know, we can point you in the right direction and say, hey look, you know, if you need to get into an investment property, or if you need to upgrade, you know, turning your primary that you have right now that you only put 3.5% down on, maybe refinancing that, get rid of the PMI, get rid of the mortgage insurance, you know, and then lower the payment on that, use that as a rental, and then you can you know, double down and buy another investment property or buy another primary. Like there's so many ways to get rich in real estate. And banks will finance it for you. They will mm-hmm. give you the money yeah. really inexpensively right now.
0: Yeah. And to go back to exactly what Carl was saying, like if you have, if you have a house right now, if you own one and you've actually, you know, wrote it out for the last, you know, two, three, four years, you one have one year, a, yeah, exa- one year, one year, especially yeah. if you're here within Phoenix, you have a lot of equity, and your options are, one, you could sell, and obviously you're going to, if you have to, you have to obviously know you have to pay capital gains if you live in there. Short-term capital gains. Yeah, cabinets, exact. Yes. Short-term capital gains. But then you also have the ability to do an equity home line of credit, which is an option, or you can actually do a cash-out refinance to actually relieve some of that cash and actually put it into different investments. And like Carl was explaining, you have the option to do several of them. One can be like a short-term rental. Mm-hmm. Like you can t- turn that into an Airbnb. Airbnb and area. I know you have, we can do a whole series on Airbnbs, and those cash- yes. Flow anywhere from on average forty to sixty thousand dollars. It depends and on the property. Depend, yeah. Depending on the property and the location, you can put it into a multi-family. Which is nice. You can you can instead of just have buying one, so you're gonna buy a house. Now you can buy a duplex, a triplex, or a fourplex, and use FHA financing or conventional it's financing. It's insane, it. and you don't have to do a commercial yeah. loan. That's an additional one. Or if you want to keep your house, you know those other two options we get, You can go and buy that investment property, and now you actually have a, a property that can actually cash flow. Like Carl was saying, they're letting you borrow the money at three percent. If you're making you know 15 on this, you know cash on cash minus the three, you're still in a good position at 12, right? That's insane. So it makes absolute sense. And I've had so many questions, you know, and so many clients, you know, come to me, Josh, what should I do? What should I do? Well, let's, let's take a sit. Uh, Let's take a step back and sit down and see exactly what are your goals for the next, you know, three years, five years and 10 years. Do you want to be working for the rest of your life? No, absolutely not. I'm trying to create a retirement plan. you say like something as a generational wealth for my family. I don't retiring at 65 is not sexy. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing today to plan for the next 10 years so you can bust your ass there? Me personally, by the end of this year, I'll have four properties doing traditional financing. There's a trick and tip and I can show you guys if you want to just reach out to me. I can show you how to do it. But outside of that, um, going and actually creating this cash flow system and actually having residual income, guys, residual income is the key to actually having a wonderful lifestyle and creating a wonderful generational wealth, you know, for you and for your family. Because, and I like, I love the saying, cash is trash. Yeah, it having is. it in the bank is not doing anything for you. It needs to be diversified and put into different investments, whether you don't want real estate or say even Bitcoin. That's another whole conversation yep. with He's that, too, right um, to actually start making money for yourself. Yeah. And that's important. And I know Carl can touch more on that because he, he wants to set up his family and his life, you know, for, for years to come. So mm-hmm. if that's one of your goals, you definitely want to tune into that. Guys,
1: start young, too. And, and like, you know, you could be in your 30s. But think about it. Like, there, most people get 30-year financing, right? So yeah. if you were able to build a portfolio of five, six homes now on 30-year loans, in 30 years when you're 60 or 65, they'll all be paid off. And then you just have the straight cash flow. That is your retirement, right? And then you can still pull equity from those houses if you needed to. So there's so many options to build wealth and, and generational wealth and, and avoid paying taxes when you're doing it.
0: Yeah. And a little plug, you know, with exactly what Carl was saying, just to kind of give you like a full perspective. So say you bought a say you bought a rental property. Okay, cool. Say the mortgage on it is, you know, $1,000. But you're actually going to rent it out for $500. So that's a five hundred dollars worth of cash flow. You times that by twelve, that's six thousand dollars worth of cash flow you're receiving, you know, annual on that. The other advantage is obviously you get to take advantage of the appreciation on that. Any repairs, it obviously, it's actually a tax write-off as well. And like I said, the property taxes. Property taxes, the yes. tenant is paying down your mortgage, guys. Yes. And they're giving you cash flow. And that property is rising. In equity, so they're actually it's increasing in value as well. And if you ever have to tap into that equity and buy another one at a future date, you can do that. Yes, and that's the power of real estate, guys. And this is something that's very, very, uh, very, very important. And I want a lot of people—not even not only just you know my age, millennials, and you know Gen X—but there's a lot of individuals even in their 40s and 50s that don't know this information that can educate themselves to start doing this because. I had my general contractor, he's 56. He's like, Josh, I have X amount in the bank, but I need to start thinking about something because I need to start thinking about retirement. I don't want to work till I'm 70. And we sat down and we discussed it. And these are the conversations you need to start having, like Carl said, early. So if you have questions like that, guys, feel free to reach out to us. If this is something of interest or you want to start creating generational wealth and you want to start investing, please reach out to us. We're happy to explain you all the details to you and really get into the the nitty-gritty of what your financial goals are for here in the future. But until next time, guys, please stay tuned to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Josh, and this is my beautiful and amazing host, Carl Friend. Stay tuned for the next episode.